0: Many of the global products that are being produced overseas have very strict quality control. They have learned that they have to produce quality products that don't have problems. So they put quality control systems in place. That is why when you receive some products from overseas, especially from some of the China factories, you may find that there's a very low percentage of rejects because they have these stringent quality control processes in place. This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. Today I wanna talk about sourcing and in particular global sourcing. I wanna go through what I see as the top nine benefits of globally sourcing your products overseas. Now there are many reasons why a company may decide to source their products or buy their products overseas. But these nine reasons are usually the top nine reasons why I have seen. First one is that global sourcing can add value to products. No matter how cheap your production is, there are many products that you will never be able to compete with products coming in from overseas. That is just because they can produce it much cheaper than you ever can. So because of this, global sourcing can add value to your products. America instituted a lot of tariffs on products from China going into the United States and one of the reasons why the tariffs were instituted was because they said look we want to bring jobs back to America but the truth is that the tariffs didn't bring many jobs back to America they brought jobs to Vietnam they brought jobs to Indonesia they brought jobs to India they brought jobs to other places but they didn't bring them back to America why? because of the fact that America just doesn't have the manpower or doesn't have the factory set up to produce a lot of products that China was able to produce. So one of the first reasons why people will go overseas to produce their products is they want to be able to add value, it adds value to the products. Another one is that many of the products that are produced overseas do have superior workmanship and skill. Especially in my industry, the home decor industry, there are a lot of skills that people have overseas that we just do not have in America. There are products that they are producing which we do not produce in America. For example, one I can think of is basket weaving. You know, weaving and basket weaving and weaving by hand is a skill which people have had for centuries, but many Americans don't know how to weave a basket, nor are they interested to work in a factory that's hand weaving baskets. So this is an example of a skill which is much better to be used overseas and for people to be producing this overseas than for them to produce producing it in America or Europe or another country like that. Many of the factories too that are overseas, people would be surprised if they went to see some of the factories and to see how effectively managed those factories are and their processes managed, how they've been able to streamline things to such a way that they've been able to be extremely competitive. You know, this is especially true in, in China. You know, years ago when I first came to China, you saw the China factories, they were messy, they were inefficient. You know, they had a lot of workers, people weren't really working. But all of that has really changed now. You know, China has a lot of factories which are highly effective, which are very well managed, that are um, producing products at a very high rate. And so, you know, that's why... You know, Asia continues to be one of these places where products continue to be manufactured. Many of these factories, they do not produce their own brand names or, but they instead produce and manufacture designs only for their customers. You know, so you wouldn't really know about these factories except, you know, if you were in this industry, maybe you might know about them and then you have them produce something for you. This is why um, companies, Um, you know, major companies such as Nike, Reebok, and others, Why they don't own the manufacturing, where they instead, they will go in and work with these factories, which are highly managed, that are extremely effective, and they will use them to help them produce their shoes or other things. You know, global factories, too, have the production capacity. You know, in order for a factory to be able to operate, they must have the production capacity. And for, you know, for some of the capacity is so large for some stores, like an example for like some of the Walmarts or Targets or the other stores, they need, you know, such a large capacity. They need factories that are able to have the large capacity, that are able to produce it. For U.S. companies, they may need this large capacity and they may only be able to find that capacity overseas. So even if a company wanted to set up a factory in the United States, you know, with the same large capacity, number one, they might have a hard time finding the labor in today's market. And number two, they might have a hard time um, you know, being able to really compete on a global scale with some of these factories that are highly effective and have the production capacity, and it, you know, to be honest with you, the truth is they probably would not be able to compete even with you know the cost of shipping. Many of the global products that are being produced overseas have very strict quality control. You know, they have learned that they have to produce quality products that don't have problems, so they have put quality control systems in place. That is why when you receive some products from overseas, especially from some of the China factories, you may find that there's a very low percentage of rejects because they have these stringent quality control processes in place. Many importers are importing their products because they find that they can receive better quality overseas than they may be able to receive at home. Global sourcing also allows you to be able to move to new sources if you need to. You know, if you set up a factory in the United States and you produce your things, and if suddenly there's a problem, you have a labor shortage, you aren't able to get the raw materials, you, you know, suddenly maybe there's a tariff put on something that you are buying so it makes your product more expensive. You cannot suddenly pick up and move that factory to another location. It would be very expensive. It would be cost prohibitive. But if you are manufacturing like overseas, like for example, many that manufactured in China, the tariffs came, they started moving to other countries, or they had their manufacturers move to other countries. They said, look, we'd like to buy from you. We can no longer buy for you with the China tariffs. Then they might say, well, look, we're setting up a factory in Vietnam. Come buy from us in Vietnam. Global sourcing also allows you to be able to move to new sources when you need to be able to move to new sources. I have found that a lot of the global factories, have some great product development capabilities. You can go into some of these factories, find some great R&D, you can find some great product designers, you can find them really producing new products, new colors, new finishes, trying to be on top of the trends, trying to understand exactly what their customers want next. So you might find some factories that are highly sophisticated team to develop the products that you need and they will have those teams set up because they're developing products all the time. They understand how to develop products. One of the main reasons why a lot of people go to global sourcing is it helps them to be able to defer costs. You know many importers they will purchase their products globally as it allows them to be able to defer some cost onto the factory. For example if there's a complaint they have the factory pay for the complaint. If there's a problem with the product they have the factory pay for that. So if there's some issues the manufacturer will pay for that and this allows the factories then to be able to defer the cost where if they were manufacturing themselves they'd have to swallow that cost another thing is that global sourcing allows you to have a streamlined business model you know we have seen this specifically with Amazon and Amazon sellers and little like individual sellers who have gone on to start to sell you know many many different types of products online and that they have found that they're able to have a very streamlined business, maybe one, maybe two people, you know, in the United States or Canada or Europe or somewhere else. And then they've been able to sell those products online and have somebody else warehouse them. They've been able to do the creation for them. And they've been able to do this all with very few people. And that's because of global sourcing, that somebody else is handling the production. They, you know, their factory might even help them with some of the shipping. The factory helps them with the quality control, or they have somebody else do the quality control. But it means that they're able to run a relatively large size business without a lot of people. You know, I feel like, despite the fact that people have kind of said, "Oh, you know, global sourcing's dead, manufacturing's going to come back to the United States or other places," this really has not happened because of the fact that there are a lot of reasons why people are still continuing to buy products overseas. I just do not see production of a lot of goods suddenly moving back to the United States or to Canada or to Europe or to another place like that. The reason is there's a lot of advantages and a lot of reasons why companies want to source their products globally. And these advantages and benefits will continue to be important to them in years to come. This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. We always love to hear from our listeners. We'd love to have a conversation with you if you're looking to be able to produce or manufacture any home decor products overseas. We'd like to thank our team, Rico in particular, who helps to make these podcasts possible. And We'd like to thank you, our listener.